0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Welcome to Connections. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Hey, do you
0: and your husband celebrate Valentine's Day? We do not. Yeah, we don't really either. On purpose. <laughs> Same here. A lot of people may do that. And of course, a lot of people love Valentine's Day. Maybe you've already got your cards, flowers, your chocolate. Coming up today on the show, we're going to find out who Valentine was and why we celebrate the way we do in the year 2019.
1: It's very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's a great story. It's coming out right here on Connections.
1: Valentine's Day is just around the corner and we'll find out who Valentine was and why we celebrate the day. Dr. Patricia Jansen-Lowen is an assistant professor of history at Providence University College.
0: First of all, full disclosure for everybody, Dr. Jansen-Lowen was actually my uh, church history professor, Twice. I had to take it twice. And then I went on to do my Master of Divinity. They looked at my transcripts and they said, You know what, you better take it one more time. So I took church history a total of three times, Dr. Jans and Lowen. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Tell well, us I'm
1: talking to an
0: expert. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So why is why is church history so important that I've got to take it three times? Why does church history and Christian history matter so much?
1: Well, when I talk about the importance of history, church history, or any other history, I often use the analogy of a person with amnesia. And I have this task where I ask my students to recall everything that they did this past week, and then I ask them to consider what they would know, and more importantly, not know about themselves, if that one week was all they knew about who they were. Ah. So how good would your decision making be? How wise would you be? Um, obviously I think not not very. Yeah. And so I think not knowing the past is a lot like having amnesia. You can't make a decisions and you have a lot of difficulty acting wisely. The main difference I think in our cultural current uh, climate is that while everyone would agree that having amnesia is a problem No one thinks that having historical amnesia is a problem. And I think this is to our peril.
0: Yeah, that's a really great way of looking at it. Uh, Every time you put a history exam in front of me, though, I got amnesia again. (laughs) I just couldn't remember anything.
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully you can get past the memorization of dates and um, events to to learning the the stories and and how um, you can learn from people of the past. I personally love history, but what sparked your love of history? Well, to be honest, I can't answer that because I think I was born loving history, but I can tell you what continues to spark my love of history, and that is, uh, it is the accompaniment of the cloud of witnesses. Let me, let me explain. So recently, I was at a point where I needed to make a decision, and I found myself pacing the hallway in a small degree of agony. And I heard God saying to me that I was Hardly the first person to be pacing and asking difficult <laughs> questions, right? And just like that, I could visualize uh, Martin Luther and John Calvin standing there with me, talking about how they had paced around and kind of asked questions like I was. Yeah. And Furthermore, they were, you know, I could hear them say that they would have liked to have done things differently. They were actually urging me to do better in my, you know, searching than uh, than they had. And uh, it occurred to me later that had I not been immersed in their stories, in their biographies, in their histories, I wouldn't have had access to the cloud of witnesses that I really, truly believe accompany us. But only if we take the time to learn about this great resource that God has given to us. And many people don't. And I think this is the tragedy of many Christians today, they, they don't know that there is this great wisdom to be found in the past. And I guess that's what keeps me engaged in history.
0: That's a great lesson. I'm actually I'm reading uh, Scott Metaxas' book on Luther right now. Luther did a lot of pacing and questioning God, <laughs> didn't
1: he? <laughs> and Yeah, I just would want for people to know that they can um, have the people of the past, the Christians of the past, uh, help them out in their in their difficulties.
0: Speaking of the past, today is a pretty big day, especially if you own stocks in Hallmark. Uh, Valentine's Day. We're going to get a bit of a history lesson with you today, Dr. <laughs> Janssen-Lowen. First, all, who is Valentine? Can you tell us a little bit about who he was?
1: Well, unfortunately, I really can't tell you much about a real historical Valentine. The historical sources are just so sketchy that I at least put very little stock in a historical Valentine. And here I would like to direct uh, would-be historical researchers to my favorite Jesuit order, the Bollandists. Have you heard of the Bollandists? No, I don't
0: think I have. Mm-hmm. Have you? No? No.
1: No? I love them. These are monks uh, that have produced a series of volumes called the Acta Sanctorum, uh, in which they investigate the historical credibility of the various saints. They actually give their lives to investigating the historical credibility of the saints. Um, and their volumes, um, in their volumes, the saints' entries are arranged by their feast day. So, with Valentine, obviously, you need to look up February 14th. Yeah. Oh, and bring a Latin dictionary with you.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'll just get my favorite one off the desk. No problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, so there's not a lot of real uh, good historical evidence. What there is is medieval legends uh-huh. about one and even two men named Valentine who are purported to have died on the same day. Uh, So in the first uh, story, uh, a priest named Valentinus uh, was arrested for being a Christian, and this occurred about 270 AD during the reign of Emperor Gothicus, Claudius the Goth. Okay. And so apparently Valentinus preached incessantly to his jailer, who eventually said that he had a daughter who was blind, and that if Valentinus would cure her, he would convert to Christianity. So Valentinus prayed, and no surprises, the girl was healed. And so the jailer and his whole family were baptized. But when Gothicus heard of this, he ordered the execution of everyone, Uh, (sighs) but the only one to be beheaded was Valentinus. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, and then the uh, Balinus says there's also a second version of the legend, uh, a bishop this time, uh, named Valentinus, who similarly engages in some evangelistic dialogue with a non Christian man and heals his son. And again, when Gothicus learns of this, he orders the decapitation of Valentinus.
0: Yeah, all the evidence, though, or the legends seem to end with him being sentenced to death for helping people. Why would a guy who helped people out be sentenced to death by an emperor?
1: Uh, well, there was persecution, uh, during this period. And so um, the uh, more common uh, understanding of persecution during this period is um, during the reign of of uh two other emperors and the reason why these emperors executed Christians, uh, was because of their refusal to participate in the, uh, the cult of the emperor. Okay. Uh, so Christians, uh, would be asked to, uh, give a pinch of incense into a fire and, uh, repeat, um, a set prayer Um, acknowledging the divinity of uh, the uh, dead emperors, previous emperors, right? And uh, Christians uh, were considered actually traitorous or disloyal for not doing this. And the emperors and others around them believed that refusing to do this actually caused the gods to look down on the Roman Empire with disfavor. And so it would be like... Um, somebody today um, saying, I refuse to uh, wish uh, the Canadian country well, right? Well, we'd say, well, that's really strange and weird. Like, why would you do that? Now, we wouldn't kill them, um, but at this time, you know, this was considered an okay thing to do.
0: So um, I forget if you mentioned, but most of the stories I've read about uh, Valentine's death, it involves beating and being clubbed and eventually... Beheaded. Is that what you read as well in your research?
1: Well, I have a handy-dandy book of everyday saints, and it describes the legend of Valentine as it's sort of like grown and uh, gotten to its present more elaborate state. Ah, yeah. Uh, And and here, uh, it describes uh, Emperor Gothicus in the midst of raising a big army, Um, and according to this legend, since he believed that single men were better soldiers than married men, he forbade marriage. Um so a bishop named Valentine secretly performed these marriages uh for the soldiers. Ah. Um, however when Valentine was wait for it caught he was imprisoned, he was uh tortured and he was beheaded. Okay. So but I but I kind of regard uh, all these versions versions as uh, uh kind of mostly fiction there may have been a kernel of historical truth but i think that that has been so obscured by of, the the later you know legendary accretions that we kind of have to really take this story of valentine with a large grain of salt
0: kind of like we've been playing telephone for 1700 years now
1: <laughs> very good how do we go from a martyr to buying chocolates and candies <laughs> and flowers for our significant others that's a good others? question yeah it's kind of bizarre right <laughs> Uh, well, I think the short answer to your question is literature. So since I didn't know how to answer this question, um, I did what my students do, and I quickly Googled to find an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's not <all> beneath me. <laughs> um, and the names uh, Chaucer and Shakespeare kept coming up. So apparently, Chaucer linked the Feast of St. Valentine with the start of spring, as expressed in the mating of songbirds, you know, thus making a link with Valentine's Day and romance, right? Like, like lovebirds? Yeah. And uh, Shakespeare has the phrase Hamlet's Valentine, uh, which Ophelia uses about herself. And so English people, I guess, latched on to the idea of writing romantic notes to one another on Valentine's Day. I got all this off the internet, so I'm pretty much <laughs> the web.
0: Now, part. I remember somebody <laughs> saying to me 10 years ago something about original sources, so <laughs> primary sources.
1: <laughs> well, I, I did that for the first part, so. <laughs> Okay. Uh, um, but it, it makes sense to me that um, if there's this tradition of writing love notes to one another, that businesses that sell cards and chocolates and fine dinners would jump on board and that they'd try to make a bit of extra cash, too. I mean, why not, right? Hey,
0: it is a free market. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about how Valentine's Day is celebrated now? Is it something you pay much attention to ever? Or
1: Well, um, my husband and I both have really busy careers, yeah. so I'm not going to lie. I'm all in favor of any excuse to force us out of our routines and make a special date night. Nice. So... <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm all in favor of celebrating Valentine's Day, but I don't really regard it as a Christian event. Mm -hmm. Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, Lent, Easter, these are parts of the Christian calendar to take seriously. I even take St. Patrick's Day, which is my favorite medieval saint by a mile. I take that more seriously than Valentine's Day. But I guess I don't see much harm in people taking a day to tell everybody around them that they love them. I think that's great. So what are some lessons then and applications that we can take from, Valentine- from the Valentine's Story? Well, again, uh, I don't think that Valentine's Story has much historical reliability, so I'm not sure how to learn from it. Um, I'm pretty insistent that learning from the past relies on evidence. Uh, but perhaps there's something to be learned from the creation of the legends, uh, legends themselves. For some reason, people want to create a day to celebrate love. Hmm. And I think that this might tell us something about how and why we were created to, to love one another. It's in our God-given nature. So we can't help but be this way So why not run with it? And, you know, bring our neighbors on board as well.
0: I like that. I've Yeah, I have never heard uh, that description come out of Valentine's Day before and the historical thought behind it all. I'm Mm. kind of anti-Valentine's Day, right? In fact, I gave my wife a card and some chocolates yesterday Mm -hmm. and I made it very clear not because Valentine's Day is this week but because I love you and I don't need a day forced on me to show you love. But... I think you might be bringing me around another way now, doctor Jansen Janssen-Lohan.
1: Well, that's awesome. I'm <laughs> glad to hear it. Um, you know, I have to admit, in the past, I've had my, you know, sort of cynicism, too. But, um, you know, I, 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 I'm i in a cycle here, so <laughs> I've, I've changed as well.
0: doctor Jansen Lowen, do you have any publications coming up or anything like that you'd like everybody to know about?
1: Uh, I don't have any publications coming up, but I am teaching History of Christianity 1 and 2 next, uh, like this coming fall and uh, winter, so in this next academic year. And I would love to see people uh, just come take this class and be able to have this resource of the cloud of witnesses um, and that can help guide them through the rest of their lives.
0: Maybe I'll come audit them, get my fourth and fifth
1: classes in. (laughs) Maybe you should guest lecture. (laughs) You know, it's even better, though, the day after Valentine's Day when chocolate and candies Uh and all that stuff's 50% off. Oh, that's a good thought. (laughs) I'm sure we're all going to enjoy some candy in the very near future. Don't forget to subscribe to Connections. You can do that by visiting podcastbill.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. We'll talk to you again on Connections.